Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. This is the podcast where we chat about everything fat loss related, getting healthy, getting fit, moving a little bit more, working on the mindset when it comes to fat loss, your relationship with your body as well with food and so, so much more. So if that is something that you are interested in or something that you want to learn more about, then this is the podcast for you. If you find yourself consistently fixated with that number on the scale and it is actually stalling your progress, then you want to stick around to listen to this episode because in this episode I'm going to basically be chatting about scale and how we can measure our progress in other manners that are not necessarily scale related. Now I know many of you are thinking, oh, it's going to be such a boring episode because, you know, the number on the scale is the thing that dictates all your progress. But I beg to differ because that number on the scale is purely one way of measuring progress. And I add it in there as measuring progress because it is. Now, I know there's so many people out there that say, fuck the scale, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I do believe that, you know, that number on the scale does play a role in the way that you move forward because there is so much emphasis placed on that number on the scale. So for me to ask you to throw that scale away, I don't think that's going to work. I think that's been unrealistic. But I want to chat about six other ways of measuring your progress on top of that number on the scale. Before I jump into the ways of measuring progress that are not scale related, I want you to know that every single time you do get on the scale and it gives you a digit, that digit that you're reading on the scale is not just fat. That digit, let's say for argument's sake, is 75 kilograms. That is the entire weight of your body. So if you're wearing clothes, that's weighing the clothes as well. If you've just eaten, that's weighing the undigested food within your body. If you've just consumed a shitload of water or drinks for that matter, that also reflects as weight on the scale. So always remember that number on the scale doesn't define the amount of fat that your body is carrying. If you want to listen to an episode of the podcast with regards to weight fluctuations, I have done one with how I gained and lost four kilograms in one week. It is episode nine, and that will explain some of the way weight fluctuations take place and why you shouldn't overly fixate about just that number on the scale. All right, so let's jump into the six ways that you can measure your progress besides using just the scale. Number one, progress pictures. I want you to start taking progress pictures because there is such an importance within the progress pictures that you do take. I'm not saying you need to take a photo of yourself every single day. Once every four weeks, once every three weeks, take a photo from the side, take a photo from the front and take a photo from the back. I've had numerous amounts of members that I work with that have lost 1.6, 2 kilograms, maybe 3 kilograms over 6 weeks, maybe over 12 weeks. 
And sometimes you can become very despondent because that seems like such a small amount to lose in such a period of time. Then I ask them to put their photos, their progress photos next to one another. And oh my goodness, what a massive difference. And it's only then that your eyes open and you realize, you know what? Yeah, I lost 1.5 kilograms on the scale, but fucking hell, look at the amount of progress I can see on my body in the different pictures that have been taken four, five or six weeks apart. And that is when you realize how much progress you have just made. But you can't realize that progress if you haven't taken the photos, the progress photos, and if your fixation has been purely on the scale. And this is me today asking you to build up the courage and be brave enough to take that before photo. I was not. And the one photo that I do have, I think it was a month into my journey. And if there's one thing I really wish I had done was take that before photo and take more progress pictures than what I did. So if I can urge you to start doing that, that is a excellent way of measuring your progress. There's also just something magical about taking that first photo. And I know that sounds a bit daft because most of you listening would think this is the worst thing I could ever do, Mandy. I can't build up the courage to take that before photo. The moment that you take that photo That's the moment you're stepping out of your comfort zone. That's the moment that you might acknowledge that, you know what, yes, change is necessary. And that's the moment that you're going to push yourself even harder. And I know that because eventually the month when I took my before photo, the month into my journey, that was something that I looked at every single day. And that pushed me get my ass in gear every single day and do those steps and eat those nutrient-dense foods. And I really put a lot of my success down to being brave enough to take that before photo. Of course, there's a load of other aspects that play a role in my success, but that before photo, building up the courage to take that before photo is going to play such a vital role in your journey moving forward. Number two, Try on your clothes and assess how they're feeling on your body. Are they getting looser? Are they getting bigger? Are they not as tight? That is an excellent way of measuring progress. And what I did was I had this one favorite t-shirt, but I couldn't actually wear it anymore because it was quite small, very small. It was tight. It was very tight. And I said to myself, Mandy, this t-shirt This is going to be a way that you measure your progress as you move forward. And every three weeks or off the top of my head, maybe every two weeks, maybe once a month, I'm not 100% sure, I tried that t-shirt on. And I would assess how it was feeling on my body compared to what it did in the beginning of my weight loss journey. And I can tell you now, on the weeks that the scale didn't budge or the days that the scale didn't budge, I tried that t-shirt on. I'm like, fuck, this t-shirt is actually sitting a little bit more comfortable than what it was two weeks ago. And then I'm like, let's tick that box of progress because a t-shirt that was extremely tight is now fitting a little bit looser. That means that I have made 
progress. So fuck what the scale said in that moment. I knew that there was progress because that t-shirt was sitting more comfortably on my body. So again, try and work or try and find a piece of clothing or any clothing for that matter, your favorite pair of jeans and set them aside and say, you know what, I'm going to measure my progress. So you, you're going to measure your progress by trying those jeans on once a month or once every two weeks and assess how they feel on your body. That is an excellent way of measuring your progress. Because remember, you can drop a shitload of centimeters around any part of your body and the scale might not necessarily reflect that because you might be holding water, there might be a hormonal imbalance which leads your body to holding water. So again, it might not reflect on the scale, but there would be a change within your body composition. So keep trying on those clothes, keep measuring your progress with the old clothes that maybe you don't fit into currently. And take photos with those clothes on. Let's say, for example, you have a pair of jeans that can't button up. Put them on now. Go, go put them on and take a photo of yourself with how they look now. And then use those same pair of jeans in a month's time to take another photo and you will see the difference. And you know what the crazy thing is? Maybe on the scale, you might have not dropped any weight. Or maybe you would have dropped 500 grams or one kilogram. And had you not taken those progress photos, you would have thought, oh, fuck, what a waste of time. Only one kilogram. But yet, I tell you, when you see those photos, it's going to be a game changer. And then after six months, put those same jeans on again and take a photo in that same position. Put day one's photo next to six months later's photo and look at how far you have come. Number three, monitor your energy levels. I cannot place enough emphasis on this way of measuring your progress. I remember when I was very obese, I had no energy whatsoever. I would go to work, I would come back home, either stop at the pub on the way back home, come back home, lie on the couch, do nothing. I had no energy. I was not organized. The house was a mess. I didn't want to do anything. The moment I started changing my lifestyle, that's the moment I started getting fucking huge amounts of energy. And I can tell you now, it wasn't six months before the energy came. It was in the first week, two weeks, three weeks, I started feeling this increase of energy levels. And the moment I started feeling this increase of energy levels, that's the moment I found myself wanting to do more. I wanted to do more steps. I wanted to get outside more. I wanted to eat more nutrient-dense meals. I saw my one to clean my fucking house and it's crazy how your lifestyle changes can bring you a renewed amount of energy so every single day I want you to sit down and actually write down in your journal or your diary or on a piece of paper what your energy levels were like and whether you can see a difference in your energy levels now I know you're probably sitting there thinking and saying, yeah, but what kind of fucking progress is that, Mandy? It's just an increase in energy. It doesn't mean that anything in my body composition has changed or what, what, what. I'm going to tell you now, the more energy you have, the more lists, the more your urge is 
to smash out those steps, to hit that gym session, to do absolutely anything. And when you do those things consistently, that's when you see progress and that's when you see results. So please don't ever forget to monitor your energy levels. And I can promise you now, you just have, you'll have a whole new outlook on life. And that brings me to point number four, your improved health, your improved lifestyle. Measure that, measure those areas. So things like your skin, has your skin started clearing up? Your heartburn, has your heartburn disappeared? Your snoring, do you snore less? How much more of a positive person are you? Are you starting to be more of a go-getter? How has your sleep improved? Measure those areas. Use those areas as measuring your progress. Because I can tell you now, and I touch on something like heartburn. I went to my doctor, my GP, with fucking chronic heartburn. It was horrendous. I couldn't eat or drink anything anything without getting heartburn. I literally was snarfing Gaviscon. Okay, I wasn't. Please don't, don't do that. But I was living with a lot of Gaviscon in my house, in, in my car, in my, in, in my office, just in case I needed it. And the doctor gave me, I don't know what it was, and uh, nothing worked. Absolutely nothing worked. And you know what? Within the first week of changing my lifestyle, my heartburn had subsided dramatically, drastically. It was insane. And I remember making a note in my journal that day when I realized it. And I'm like, I can't fucking believe it. My heartburn is not even a thing anymore. I'm like, how magical is that? And the moment I was writing that down, that was the moment where I'm like, Manny, it's not all about that number on the scale. Heartburn is something you've been struggling with for a very long time. You've been to see doctors, you're taking Gaviscon every day, and you couldn't shake the shit. One week of a changed lifestyle, and the heartburn had subsided. And that is when I started measuring progress in all the other areas of my health and of my lifestyle. So look at things like your skin. Has it improved? My snoring, my goodness, my snoring. It was a thing of the past. I started becoming so much more positive about everything. And it's so difficult for me to explain because those of you that do have a watch my, my stories on Instagram or watch my videos or follow me on any socials, you see this positive person, this happy person, person with confidence. And, and I'm not saying I'm not, but I never used to be. When I was very overweight, I was not positive. I was not confident. I was not a go-getter. And with the change of lifestyle, I all of this started changing. And that for me is massive fucking progress. But had I not been open to measuring the progress in those areas, I would have never been able to see it and use it as celebration points to push myself to do more. So again, have a look for all those different improvements within your health or within your overall health at the end of the day. And for me, I want you to write these things down every single day, make a little entry 
in your journal because you can look at it and you can say, oh, my skin's got better and not write it down. In a week's time, when you get on that scale and the number doesn't shift, you've got nothing to go back on. You can't page back and say, oh, wow, for the last week, I've actually really had positives and my health has improved so much. But because you don't have that now, you're only focusing on that number on the scale and it's going to get you down. So make journal entries about the positives and the changes and the progress in all areas of your health journey. Number five, monitor your strength or your capabilities. Don't look at how far you have to go or how far you still have left to go. Look at how far you have come. So let's say, for example, you only measure your progress on the scale, right? You're going to forget to look at how or where you started. So let's say, for example, you started on a very sedentary lifestyle of doing 2,000 steps. Fast forward six weeks later, you are now smashing out 8,000 steps per day. That is massive. That is a victory. That is progress because you have increased your daily steps from 2,000 steps per day to 6,000, 8,000, 9,000, whatever you're on. That is fucking progress because that is something you weren't capable of doing six weeks ago or eight weeks ago. If you started out with lifting a two kilogram dumbbell and you're currently on a seven kilogram dumbbell, that is progress. If you could never do five sit-ups and you can now do 10 sit-ups, that is progress. You're getting stronger, you're getting fitter, and you are moving more. And the more you do this, the more it improves your overall health at the end of the day. Again, keep a journal of the amount of steps you do every single day. Keep a journal of the amount of sit-ups you can do or how long you can do a plank for, for example. And keep basing your, your progress on what you could do and how far you have come, not how far you still have to go. Okay, that's like me running a marathon and saying, oh my fuck, I've still got six kilometers to go. From a mindset point of view, that's not great because it's going to be a torturous last six kilometers. I always look at it and I'm like, fuck Mandy, you've just run 36 kilometers. What's another six? And it's all in the mindset and saying, you know what, I've come so fucking far. Let me push a little bit harder to get a little bit further. And lastly, and also a very important point, point number six, assess how you feel. This is so important because so many times I, you know, I get people to to assess how they feel after a week. And, you know, it's been a great week. I've increased my steps. My skin is clearer. My confidence is a little bit higher. My clothes are fitting better. I feel great. And then you get on the scale and that scale hasn't shifted. And immediately you forget about everything you just told me, the positives that is. You forget about that because now that number on the scale has overridden or overshadowed, if that's even a word, all the positives. So don't forget, don't ever, ever forget to measure your progress on how you feel. The way you feel is so, so, so important. 
and your body will never ever lie to you. Your body is the best communicator to you as to where you're at with this journey. Write that shit down. If you wake up in the morning and you're feeling fantastic, you somehow feel thinner. Yeah? Because I know that is a feeling before anyone gets their panties in a knot. I know that's a feeling. You feel thinner that morning. Write it down. Because if you feel that way, it's fucking true. That scale must never ever dictate how you feel. If you feel like you have progressed, write that shit down. And yeah, then maybe the scale doesn't drop that week. Maybe the scale has increased by 500 grams. Always remember that that little number on the scale can't take away your progress when it came to your steps, when it came to your calories, when it came to your nutrient density, when it came to your sleep. Okay. And it also can't take away the fact that two seconds prior to getting on that scale, you were feeling amazing. As I say, there is, there's so much more, so many more ways of measuring your progress. And I do believe we, we should keep a, an eye on, on the number on the scale because it does sort of measure progress. But I don't want you to get overly fixated on that scale that you forget about absolutely everything else that you have achieved. So if you are serious about moving forward, which I know you are because you would never be making the effort to listen to this podcast if you weren't serious, get yourself a a journal if you don't have one already. Get yourself a nice little pen and at the end of every single day, make a journal entry and say, today I ate green beans for the first time with my lunch. I know it sounds silly, but that is something that I did. I know this hardcore Mandy wrote in a journal, it fucking worked. So if, for example, you do a day where you have 8,000 steps in a day and you've never in your life tracked or recorded a 8,000 step day, write that in your journal because on the day that that scale doesn't budge, you page back, you're like, my goeie fucking blixem, me, I, I managed to hit 8,000 steps in a day. Fuck you, scale. (laughs) Even something like having a slice of pizza that maybe you have restricted for years. Let's say, for example, you have now built up the courage to have that slice of pizza and you didn't feel guilty after having it. Write that shit in your journal. Today, I had a piece of pizza and I did not feel guilty about it. That is progress. Don't ever overlook every single aspect of progress within this journey because you are overly fixated by that number on the scale. Celebrate every single little area of progress. And the only way you're actually going to be able to celebrate it is if you write it down, you recognize it, you acknowledge it, and then take a moment to celebrate it. If you are enjoying this podcast and you enjoyed this episode or you took something away from this episode, please take a moment to leave a review or a rating if you have not done so yet. If you have done so, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you guys like I usually do. Keep laughing, keep smiling and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend 
that is routine for you, Mandy. <laughs>